Alright, so here we are again, uh, the Imagine Me in the Halo podcast, number two. We number have, two. Uh, <laughs> we have Install76. What's up? And Zero Pain. Hey. Psycho Vandal. Hello. And of course, me, Sick in the Head. So how's it going, guys? It's going good. It's going good. Can't complain. It's only uh, three o'clock in the morning over here and we're still awake. Love it. <laughs> Caffeine yeah. for the win. <laughs> Something for the win. Something for the win. <laughs> I'm kind yeah, of disappointed. We... I didn't get any cookies in the mail. Oh. That's hey, sad. it's only been a week, man. Yeah. Give it time. <laughs> All righty. So, um, yeah, it was pretty funny that we were actually trying to do this about two hours ago, but uh, Install just was not waking up. He wasn't having it. And then all of a sudden he woke up and he was like, what happened? I saw we were doing the podcast. <laughs> I was waiting for you guys. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Somebody right. had to do laundry. Somebody was playing Halo Wars. Hey, no, that was after you were snoring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, power right. naps rule. Power naps. All right, what have you guys been playing on, on mobile? What kind of mobile games? Um, Cricket, cricket. <laughs> yeah. Mobile games, what are those? Yeah. I don't know. I've been seeing you play a lot of stuff, Jeff. I've been addicted to Words for Friends, and I don't know why they call it Words for Friends because ninety percent of the games with are friends. with complete strangers. It's Words with Friends. Oh, Words with Friends. Yes. Words yeah, with strangers. What, everybody that I've been playing with are now friends. <laughs> but uh, so that... since six, since you downloaded Fragger, I've been playing the crap out of that one. Yeah, that one's actually pretty addicting. I think I'm on the last board available now. And I can't quite beat it, but that was a lot more addicting to me than Angry Birds. Angry Birds was just frustrating, but Fragger was pretty good. I think that's just the military man in you talking. <laughs> Maybe. <Yeah. laughs> I, I actually imagine myself relate. in the game. Yeah, you could relate to throwing grenades. <laughs> can't really relate to throwing birds. The launching birds, right. <laughs> Out of a slingshot? Yeah. No, that sounds a like a sick childhood. No, I haven't played Fragger, so what kind of game is that? It's, it's basically pre- just like um, uh, Angry Birds. But uh, you're you're a guy standing in the corner throwing frag grenades at people. I think the biggest thing with Fragger is that you actually see the entire board on the screen at once, whereas with Angry Birds, they put half of it off screen, so you weren't quite sure what you were shooting at or what uh, trajectory okay. to shoot stuff at. But with Fragger, it's all right on the screen there, so you can aim accordingly. Plus, there's you know? more explosions, right? I never yeah. thought about that. Yes, the explosions are good. Oh, the ex- explosions are awesome because they, they actually have boxes on the screen that explode as well. And so you can set up like chain reactions of explosions that are pretty cool. Make your own Michael Bay explosion. <laughs> yeah, totally. But I mean, I played a couple of levels in Fragger where you had to like peg the guys in the head and like to make them fall knock off. them off. Yeah, yeah, knock them off with the grenade to where the grenade never actually explodes. You're just like slapping them in the face with it. Yeah, I think that's just for a little variety. Well, if you do it enough times, you actually make them angry. And don't actually knock them off the peg. Yeah. <laughs> you keep pegging them in the chest or the leg with it, they'll just get pissed off at you. Well, what happens after they get pissed off? I don't know. I haven't seen anything. That, I mean, they turn red. That's it. Yeah, I've always managed to actually kill them before they got pissed off. Do you get more or less points if they're, you know, more think or it... less pissed off? No. I mean, you do get points for actually pegging them with the grenade. Yeah. Although I think the points are kind of pointless, which is rather ironic, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I think the main goal is just to get through the board. That was a great phrase. The points are rather pointless. It's my new catchphrase. Well, John, I've been seeing you play, what is it, iFighter? Yeah, actually, um, InStyle downloaded that, 
and I've been addicted for the past yeah, little while. When I first touched it, though, I, I really hated it. I really couldn't play it. Um, I found out that you can go through the settings and uh, change how you can interact with the iPhone. Like, instead of touching and dragging the plane back and forth, you can actually set it to tilt. And uh, going back and forth in that, find out which one I like better. But it's actually a really fun game. Although, it is incredibly hard. Even on easy, the game is ridiculous. I think I might have played it for like two seconds, but I didn't get very far. And then I was like, eh, I'm over it. Is it at least um, semi-catchy, Psycho? I'm sorry? Is it at least semi-catchy, like you can play it for a while without getting sick of it? Yeah, I mean, I had fun. I I die, but I mean, you can retry and uh, it actually starts you right back at the spot you died at. So it's not like you're So you restarted. don't lose your progress? Yeah, right. and it's, it, that's frustrating. Like if, the old school games where you'd uh, start playing, get through five, five boards, die, and have to start all the way at the beginning. Yeah. If it, if that was the case, I probably wouldn't have kept playing it. You know, I've noticed that, like, most games have instructions, but I've noticed that I don't read them. <laughs> and if I can't figure out the game within, like, the first ten seconds, I, I'm just not going to play playing. it. Right. Yeah, I think that's the one good thing about iPhone games, that you really don't need the instructions. You just kind of pick it up and go with it. And usually they're pretty easy to figure out what to do. Right. If the UI is done pretty well, you can pick it up and just have at it. You guys don't read the instructions. I always read the instructions. I didn't even realize there there were instructions. I do. Like, I used to build stuff out of Legos all the time I was a kid, and the first thing I would do was look at the instructions. Build a desk, look at the instructions, you know, find eight extra pieces. Like, man, what did I mess up? (laughs) Then they just realize it's Ikea, and they like to do that. Okay, Just give me the extras in case you lose them. If you're building a desk, that's a little bit different. But I don't know, as far as playing a video game, John, like, you won a code just recently. What was it for, like, Kick My Boss or something? Oh, that was <laughs> awful. <laughs> oh, that, that game was... Uh, Is that an iPhone game? Yeah, it's an iPhone game. You have a, a fat boss. He looks like a giant freaking balloon. And you touch the screen, and when you let go, wherever you, uh, like, I don't know, it's, I guess it's proximity. So I couldn't figure that game out. Wherever your your finger is around him, that's uh, the direction he gets kicked. <laughs> what? So, that sounds crazy. I mean, it's, Are you trying I, to I, kick him out the door? Yes, like, you're, trying you're trying to, to kick, kick him, him out of the office door. And there's things in the way. Desks. Uh, at some point, you're on, on the roof of a freaking building, and there's water puddles or some crap. I don't know. It was. I didn't play very far through it. It wasn't that fun. There were like seven screens worth of directions. I what, it was, was it? just yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. When I, first, I was like, can I, I play the fucking play game the already? Game? Yeah. And they make you read through all seven seven pages before you can actually play. But of course I didn't. No, I <laughs> rushed right through them. Yeah, so That's I was funny. just like, dear God, when are these screens gonna stop? Can I just kick my boss already, please? So that's where AJ when, gets and, it from. And then you, when you got there, you couldn't do it. Nope, I was like, oh, forget this. <laughs> Fail. Maybe maybe I'll give it another shot. Maybe I'll go back and read all seven screens. <laughs> Two of those screens were actually pointless. Just to let you know. Oh, did you read them? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> After I did the same thing you did. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> Does it become more fun once you've read the directions? Uh, I mean, it takes a little bit to get used to. I mean, I can see it getting addicting after you learn how to play it. But honestly, it looked like it was um, put together pretty quickly. And wasn't thought all the way through. The UI definitely could be better. Okay, well then I feel bad ragging on Kick My Boss because I didn't read the directions. So I'll go back <laughs> and I'll read the directions and yeah. I'll give it another shot and see what happens. RTFM. <laughs> so there's something we all have in common. 
Um, oh. Apparently, we're all working on the same project. What project would that be? That would be GSPN. Ah, GSPN, the secret project that we can finally now talk about. Project Project C, yes. <laughs> oh, that's what Project C was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I kept seeing people mention that. I was like, what the heck is Project C? I still didn't know what it was. C stands that's for how secret it was. Secret <laughs> dot com. Oh wait, it's not even a dot com. It's dot, it's net. A dot net. GSPN online dot net. Where did they net. get the C from? I don't know. <laughs> they just wanted to have something out there so nobody could uh, correlate. I to. guess so. Even even the project numbers, because honestly, to this day, I didn't know what Project C was. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I'm the designer, and Jeff, you are the developer, lead web developer, only web developer. <laughs> Shane, um, graphic designer, the only one. <laughs> the only one. <laughs> hey, what do you mean the only one? Well, I do the graphics, then I give them to you, and then you put them on the website. Well, I still design the site. Yeah, but your title you designed the web. Designer. You design the website. Shane designs the graphics. All right, no need to squabble. That's fair. <laughs> and John, I you're like in there, but I don't. What do you have a role? I don't think they've handed me a role yet. Uh, they want me to write. But I gotta make sure I keep uh, a match made in Halo up to date first. Yeah, I know they're still looking for writers. So if anybody is interested in possibly writing for uh, gspnonline.net, you can write to chris at gspnonline.net and just let them know that you're interested in doing some writing. Don't expect any money. Write for free. <laughs> <laughs> Might have other perks in store. What was it that GSPN stands for again? Uh, Gaming and Strategic Players Network. Right. Gaming and Strategic Players Network. Yes. Awesome. So I think uh, the goals for the site are to eventually have like strategic videos for particular games. Um, right now, there's just like really short informational posts, but um, eventually they'll also have reviews up. So that's what we're hoping for. Um, so packs. Oh man. We're not so there. Face. Yeah, sad face. <laughs> we're we're so not at PAX. Um, I've like <laughs> been totally ignoring my Twitter stream just because I I'm tired of hearing about PAX. But I've seen lots of pictures, and I've seen lots of drunk people. <laughs> that's PAX. That that seems to have a very high drunk people rate. And I saw um. I you know I don't even know if I want to repeat what I saw. <laughs> really? Uh -oh. Sounds interesting. Now <laughs> I really want to hear about it. it. Yeah. You can't unsee it. I was on Facebook and I was totally checking out all of Venus Envy's um, pictures. They're oh, here we go. Interesting. See, now I have to check it out now. <laughs> A lot of faces and boobs. Really? Where can I go to see this? <laughs> <laughs> there will be a URL in the show notes. Uh -huh. Not faces and boobs, but faces in boobs. <laughs> Uh, the I URL think that might actually be what? better. See, <laughs> 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 Shane, that's why you should be on Facebook. Still waiting for that link. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I follow Venus Envy on Facebook, but I think I might have to now. So, is is PAX getting to be more like South by Southwest, where it started out as uh, more about gaming, but now it's about the social event and just hanging out? Uh, well, it's definitely going to keep its uh, gaming attribute, but yeah. So people go there more for the after parties and the events rather than the actual uh, showcase itself? 
Mm, I don't know. That's hard to that's say. That's what it sounds because, like. Um, usually, Pax is showing off all the latest and greatest. So after after going there and seeing all the all crazy games coming out, then you know the after parties are a blast. So is Pax? Um, is, is there any information coming out of Pax oh, that we haven't heard already bastards. at some of the other? Uh, some of the other events that just happened, like the um, wait, wait, wait. I did just, sorry, I didn't mean to interject, but did you hear Shane? I think yes, he just yeah. realized. <laughs> I think I think he just realized he needs a Facebook login to see the picture. <laughs> yeah, and I think I actually need Damn to you. friend. I need to friend her as well, so I can't see it unless I'm a friend. Oh, that's funny. Oh well. This is why Good I reason Facebook. Because <laughs> you should be on it. No, because it's gay. <laughs> Facebook is not gay. Only some people on Facebook are gay. And there's nothing wrong with that. Facebook is gay. But so sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Jeff. Go ahead, continue. Oh, I don't remember where I left off. Uh, PAX. Oh, yeah. Is there anything that came out of PAX that uh, we didn't already know from previous gamer type events? Um, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot of information, a lot of new uh, developers showing off their new games that hasn't been, uh, I guess, uh, haven't been given in a press release beforehand really i know microsoft is showing off a new stuff a lot of new stuff for connect but that's all pretty much old school news right i mean i, I know halo reach has a big presence at pax but it's all pretty much stuff that we already knew i mean might just give gamers some hands-on experience they might have like a panel but i mean is there anything really new about any of that um good question i mean i'm pretty sure there is some new stuff that had come through but uh there was a lot of information like uh everybody was talking about Duke Nukem Forever. Yeah. Like, that was the, PAX was the first place the that game everybody that, was going to get a, a good look at that game. Right, the game that they said would never get released. Yeah. <laughs> the DNF. <laughs> at this point, is anybody even looking forward to that game? I don't know. I don't know. I keep hearing good things about it, though. I mean, like, the reason Duke Nukem was so successful in the back in the day was it was so edgy and in-your-face yeah. and raunchy, and nowadays it's just commonplace in society, so it's not that special anymore. Been there, done that. Yeah, we've been yeah. so jaded to it, and first-person shooters have been pretty much so overdone that I don't know what more they can add to it. I mean, if Gearbox is doing it, their Borderlands is pretty funny, so that they might throw in a you know a whole new comedy aspect into it. I hope so. I heard they that, actually that the tried to combine a bunch of different games. Like, not only is it first-person shooter, but at certain points during the game, you're able to find a different like I, one guy said that he ended up in the kitchen fucking cooking something like I don't in know how game. I don't I, yeah I don't know how to take that <laughs> <Okay>. but yeah <laughs> I, yeah I don't know about a lot I'm hoping that that was just a joke but who knows what I'd love to see if th- is if they had like some kind of uh, sarcastic homage to other first person shooters so as you're going through some of the levels you see aspects of other games like Halo and and Gears of War coming from Gearbox I wouldn't doubt it I would love that. Because they did that with Borderlands, actually. They had a couple references to uh, Bioshock. Did they? I must have missed that. Yeah. Oh, then again, I also didn't finish the game either. Uh, one of the references is right at the beginning, I believe. Yeah, uh, yeah, there was a Would You Kindly reference. right? At the oh, beginning. yeah. Right. Would You Kindly. Nice. The person could have just been being polite. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that polite. phrase means something ever, very special. Ever since Bioshock has been released, anybody saying Would You Kindly is like, a direct reference. Yeah, but people were saying, would you kindly before Bioshock? So who were they referencing? Who <laughs> <laughs> said that before Bioshock? I don't think anybody said that before Bioshock. Um, Not on a regular basis anyway. He was talking as if it was a commonplace in society. Well, 
you know, we've only been to PAX once, so we're definitely not the uh, the people that know lots about PAX. But for me, you know, that was like the first kind of convention or anything I've ever been to. And I remember when we were like getting ready to go to PAX last year, I was checking out the schedule and there were so many awesome like talks that were on the schedule so many awesome presentations and I like made out this whole list of all the presentations that I wanted to go to. Did you get to any of them? One. (laughs) Like I literally had like a list of probably like 20 or more that I wanted to go to. And then like the first one we ended up going to was the Halo Reach one. Actually I'm lying. I think we went to like two of them. Uh, We went to the Halo Reach one and we were online for so. ODST. Yeah. Sorry. ODST. So we were online for so freaking long. Yeah, see, that, that's one thing that really turns me off about these kinds of events is that you spend so much time having to stand in line waiting for the popular events that it kind of kills the entire experience for everything else, you know? It I does. Wish, I wish there was some better way to do that. That is exactly what turns it into the social event because you go to hang out with the people that are there while you're waiting in line. I guess, but I don't know. I think they could do it a lot more efficiently than that. I mean, some people actually want to see several panels, but they can't see one panel because they have to stand in line for another one. That I know. Ridiculous. How, how ridiculous is that? Like, yeah, that's how I felt about it. It was just like, what the hell? I can't see any panels. I was just online to see ODST for like right. three hours. So Yeah, we, you pick one or two major panels, and that's literally hours, like half of the event. Yep. Yeah. How long did we sit in line um, waiting for the Rooster Teeth panel? Probably another three to four hours. Yeah, we sat on a freaking cold floor. Just hanging out with um, Venom and his sister. Do you think it'd be wrong if you went to PAX in a wheelchair and then had someone push oh, you around and be like, could my friend skip in front of you, please? They're, they're handicapped. Yes, you know, I, like think, the I think park? that would be wrong. <laughs> would it really? <laughs> and so, so There'd that, be some that karmic backlash totally on that. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of uh, just recently there was a Star Wars event here in Orlando. And... Um, during the uh, event, uh, who was it? The guy that hosted the Daily Show? Yeah. John Stewart. I was thinking Jimmy Stewart for some reason. John Stewart was uh, doing an interview with George Lucas, and people went there just for that. They would wait online literally over 24 hours just for that, and then they completely missed the rest of the event. Yeah, that sucks. And then, you know, not just even the presentations, like just waiting to play the game, the more popular games, you'd have to wait online a couple of hours for those too. Wow, are you serious? That's all you're yeah, right? Just I waiting mean, to play a video game? Probably <laughs> what we did at PAX last year was sit in beanbags, play ODST, we went to the ODST presentation, we went to the Rooster Teeth presentation, and then we just kept getting in line over and over again to play ODST. Did you have to uh, leave after a certain number of minutes, or like why, why'd you have to get in line over and over you, again as opposed to just staying there? Oh, because you could only play like one match. Oh, okay, I got you. Well, see, that yeah, they had a firefight set up. I mean, because that's more of like a hands-on type thing. And, you know, if you want to get in line over and over again, that's kind of your choice. As opposed to, like, the panels where you could want to get information. And, I don't know, I think that should be a little more easy, easily distributed to everybody. Right. If you could only play one game and then you had to quit, were there people that would, like, prolong the game, like, not kill anyone? <laughs> Intentionally not die. No. no. No, because it was on a timer. It didn't yeah. really matter how many. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's exactly like the music park ride. <laughs> right? They should make an amusement park and just have Xboxes everywhere. You know, that's not a bad idea. No, then why would people do that though? Why didn't they just stay at home? <laughs> Unless would, the amusement park had games that sure, weren't yeah, available exactly. to everybody else. Yeah, you, mm. sure you had games that were exclusive. You know, <laughs> might be the next big thing. Well, honestly, the reason why I missed PAX 
this year or what bugged me most about it was not seeing the people that I met last year. Was it and that or was it the fact that this is the last Halo game that Bungie's going to be there for? Yeah, that bugged me a while back, but that's not something I have, I've thought about since. Aren't they still doing a PAX East? Something that you guys might be able to look into going to? I don't, I'm not even half as interested in going to PAX East as PAX West. Yeah, because of Bungie Crew. It was not only was it not as as good. I mean, last year was their first time doing it, so they definitely got some bugs to work out. But from the people that I've heard that went uh, that PAX East uh, said they would much rather go to Prime. Was there any particular reason? Is there stuff there that uh, that wasn't as good as on the West? Well, was it just the execution? Maybe because it was their first time doing it and they didn't they weren't familiar with the venue. Or is it just like a different type of crowd there entirely, like an East Coast crowd versus a West Coast crowd? They said that it is a completely different crowd. I, I can imagine that. I mean, you got a lot of New Yorkers, a lot of Boston folks coming, as opposed to like a lot of folks from California, Seattle, well, different I mean, type of atmosphere. The, yeah, the majority of the game developers are over on the West side. I mean, obviously they can travel, but I would think maybe you'd get a lot more because it's just closer and easier. Right. So, I don't know. I wish we could have gone. It looks like everybody's having a lot of fun, and I hate that we're missing out on that, but... Well, put it up on your priority list for next year. There's a lot of other events that are similar to that I think that we should try to get into, like Dragon Con is going on up in, uh, I think it's in Atlanta. I thought that one... I've always wanted to go to SDCC, San Diego. Oh, man. Well, that just passed recently, too, yep. so... I think the what sucks the most about not going to, like, PAX is you can't pick up all the swag they got. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's a huge reason for going to conventions in general. I mean, unless you've got, like, a team of henchmen that just go there and pick up stuff for you, that'd be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of swag. Yeah, we had one of those henchmen, actually. (laughs) Uh, It was kind of last minute, and I I actually didn't expect so much from him. But our buddy Rogue Dark Jedi has actually hooked us up with some Noble Six Avatar helmet codes. Oh, he's the one that did that. Nice. Yes. Um, Awesome. Not only that is that we've also got uh, beta codes for... Lego Universe, a new MMO that's supposed to be launching soon. What's interesting, a Lego MMO, but it, it awesome. is only PC based. So, oh, fail. Yeah, <laughs> but it does sound interesting. Um, speaking of which, we will be giving out the Avatar helmet codes. I guess the majority is on Twitter, right? Sick. Uh, yeah, the majority will be on Twitter. We're gonna have like um, some trivia questions about this podcast in uh, our next post and so the people who can answer the trivia questions will have to comment and a few of them will get some helmets and then I guess the rest will be done on Twitter. If you guys don't know where to follow us yet, we are Match Made in Halo on Twitter. So just uh, a Match Made in Halo without the A. Uh, You could also follow me, Stick in the Head or Psycho Vandal. Actually, we're all on Twitter, aren't we? Yes. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> Don't hate. You know you love it. <laughs> we're still we're still working on Shane. He'll eventually be, be a Twitter pro. Yeah. <laughs> All in due time, buddy. All in due time. I, I grew up in a really conservative house and environment, so if I don't need it, I really don't have to have it. So I don't feel like I need Twitter. Right. I think you need Twitter, you just haven't realized it yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, so speaking of social networks. Um, uh oh. Good segue. I'm yeah. Going. <laughs> no, you're the best part of this. What do yeah, you I was mean? About to say, you know. I know. <laughs> no, don't you go anywhere. 
Um, so I get a text message earlier from Shane, and he's like, there's a Facebook movie? <laughs> what the hell is wrong with people? And he was just totally flipping out. And I was like, dude, did you see the trailer? Because it looks kind of good. And he was just like, why the hell would anybody want to watch a movie about a social network? And I'm like, no, 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 you don't get it. It's not about, like, social networking, and it's not about Facebook. Like, it's not about being on Facebook, per se. It's kind of like, you know, a drama based on real life about, like, Mark Zuckerberg's life and how he came up with Facebook or, or whatever. And I know I made you watch the trailer, John. What, what did you think of it? I don't know. It looked interesting. It's Keyword, a- you made him watch it. <laughs> uh there there is interest the the movie looks pretty good it definitely adds a lot of background to the story because i mean all i know about it about uh the origins of facebook are what i hear about in the news and you know there's not really much context to it so if they can add more story around it and hopefully keep it somewhat close to reality then i'm, I'm definitely interested in it you know, I think maybe Shane doesn't care too much. Well, A, because he's not on he's Facebook. He's not on Facebook. Right. <laughs> um, but also because, I don't, you know, he doesn't have anything to do with Facebook. So he's not really seeing all the controversy that's been going on with Facebook. There's that's a lot true. of drama around it. Yeah. yeah. This Facebook... is actually made to be a movie right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with, like, all the privacy policies and all the changes they've been going through and, like, all the things they're doing with websites, like Open Graph and just, like, all that stuff they've just been in the news a lot and i don't know i kind of compared it to like pirates of silicon valley yeah that's exactly what it seems like that's a that's a good one based on reality but adds a little more drama to it and like personally i never had any interest whatsoever to see that movie but i was in school and i was kind of forced to watch it and it was freaking good and for for those of you who don't know pirates of silicon valley is pretty much the origins of microsoft and apple and the first interactions between Steve Jobs, Steve Wozniak, and uh, Bill Gates, like back in their college days. Yeah, it was, and Anthony Michael Hall plays um, Bill Gates. See, I mean, the plays problem awesome with Bill those Gates. kind of movies is you already know the outcome because it's based on actual events. Yeah, you know the end result, but I mean, the whole experience of the drama that goes on is, is you know, what you want to yeah, immerse see, yourself I'm, in. I got to have like explosions and, and action and adventure. I can't do drama. It's too boring. How is drama boring? <laughs> Because it's mostly but boring. quiet moments and people talking. And honestly, and with, with like the Facebook movie, you kind of really don't know. You really don't know the outcome of the Facebook movie just yet because there's still ongoing lawsuits right now uh, with Mark Zuckerberg and the other folks that say they own the rights to the concept that was the Facebook. It turned into the Facebook. And the movie is more about how that all started and what their relationships were to each other. So it seems pretty cool. Yeah, I, I think I won't be seeing that movie. <laughs> Well, that's cool. The three of us will go see it. And don't tell me how it is, because I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but you seem really, really picky with movies. Like, we've invited you to a lot of movies, and you never want to go. Well, unless, the whole unless Scott have Pilgrim movie, that's got Michael Sarah in it, so that's that's a no. Oh, come on, dude. Really? One actor. That movie like, is I don't awesome. understand I was like, people could just... That's also a no. That was one movie, like, top of my list for the year. That and Inception. Inception, oh, yeah, was, Inception awesome. was really good. That didn't have Michael Cera or Johnny Depp or <laughs> it had explosions in action, so it was awesome. Oh, so did Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> yeah, Scott Pilgrim was, <laughs> was not stop good, action. Man. Michael Cera being in it outweighs the explosions. No, no, it was it was a different Michael Cera movie. No, it's it's funny because like I've asked a couple of people, well, why didn't you see this movie? And I've had a lot of people say, well, because so and so's in it. 
like I'm just so shocked by that. How do you just completely rule out a movie just because there's one actor in it that you don't like? You know, well, like I mean, what about the I'm writer? Actually, what about the music? What about the supporting actors? What about everybody else? Like the class I'm in right now is corporate branding with uh with Jay, and he was talking about how he bought a an amp from this high end guitar company, and they had horrible customer service, and it broke on day two of him having it, and he didn't get it back. He played it for like two days and didn't get it back until like a month and a half later, and then. He went through hell to get it back, and when he got it back, he traded it in for a different brand, and he was never going to deal with that brand ever again because the customer service, it was his experience. So, I mean, if you have a bad experience with an actor, the same thing. It's like, oh, I don't want to ever see his movies ever again because he sucks. But they're not his movies is what I'm trying to say. Like, just because he's in it, it doesn't mean it's his movie. Like, you know, the people who wrote it, it's their movie. Or how about the director? Like, those are people yeah, that I mean, have really big influences in the movie. They, like, Keanu Reeves is a sucky actor, but I still watch Keanu Reeves movies. You like, know, like, they they cast the same character Keanu. over and over again because they play that, <laughs> yeah. that role so well. Like, everybody cast Michael Sarah for that awkward teenage kid. And so you kind of have an idea of what the movie's going to be about. Like, him and no. the guy from Zombieland, <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg or whatever his name was, like, they're pretty much twins. Oh, Jesse Eisenberg is also in the Facebook movie, so I guess <laughs> for oh, reasons. Okay, so I want to go see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Nail <laughs> in the coffin. Dink. Justin Timberlake is in the Facebook movie. I haven't seen him in any trailers. I have no idea what part he's even playing. Uh, I don't know what part he's playing, but I went to the website and I saw he was in it, and I was like, no way. But then again, Justin Timberlake is in the fucking Yogi Bear movie, so <laughs> yeah, he's fucking yeah, boo boo. Used his he's acting playing... skills as a selling point. He's playing. Wait, did you say he's fucking boo boo or playing boo boo? <laughs> That's totally different. Oh, man. Uh, out of context. <laughs> you know, but um, you know, when you when you say that some people don't like certain movies just because of a specific actor, there was another guy on uh, Twitter that was bashing Inception just because it had Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, I love him. Dude, he did a phenomenal job in that movie. Who Wait, cares who if he's that? a kid? He's from freaking Third Rock from the Sun. Oh, okay doesn't matter what he's done in the past dude he did a damn good job in that movie well yeah, he did a pretty thing. good job in a lot of movies like i have a friend who said that he wouldn't watch inception because he doesn't like leonardo dicaprio and i was like really come on now and then he was I like kinda... yeah i haven't liked anything leonardo dicaprio did since like who was eating gilbert grape well it's time for gilbert his grape? freaking attitude to change because he'll like inception like i kind of felt the same way before i saw inception but then seeing the, I'm like a visual effects person, and so seeing the cool visual effects they had kind of made me want to go see it. And then hearing all the good news afterwards was kind of like, okay, I'm probably going to go see this now. Did, have you gone see it? What, Inception? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about Scott Pilgrim. My bad. <laughs> yeah, he saw Inception with us, Jeff. Stay with so us. You didn't, I mean, you didn't like the visual <laughs> effects aspect of Scott Pilgrim? Because I thought that was a big selling point. The effects yeah, were incredible. Yeah, I mean, it, it looked cool, like the whole comic book kind of thing. Like, theme and style, and, you know, when somebody gets punched, it's like, pow, and whatever. There was you know, more to it. So way more to it. I mean, it really brought a comic book style to life, more so than any other movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Wow, I didn't get that. I mean, I'm not saying it didn't books. do that. I, yeah, I guess maybe that's it. I'm just not into comic books. I was books. totally into comic books as a kid, and then this like, really brought back a lot of memories. Because, like, I watched the movie, and I was like, eh, it was cute. But as far as that, <laughs> like, I had nothing else to say about it. I've actually been interested in checking out the, the comics sense i i read a couple of the comic books and i was kind of disappointed because it's all black and white but you know i think it's more about the story at that point right whereas the movie's more about the graphics and the Yo, colors they have a the they have a game on the xbox live arcade there's a scott pilgrim game they made an arcade wanted, game out of it interesting yeah and i want to check it out 
Um, I think Adult Swim made like an animated short off the comic books when the, yeah. when the movie came out. Yeah, I did see that. And there was, I don't know if it's the same one, but somebody also did a mashup of the comic book with the uh, movie trailer. So they matched up the parts in the comic book with the parts that are in the trailer. That was pretty cool, too. Oh, I did see that. If I can find that link again, I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, the Matrix trailer was good. When they cut clips of the Matrix and put oh, it to the... Oh, I love that one. Are you kidding me? Oh, that was trailer. amazing. What? I actually that one in the show didn't see that. Oh, you got to see that one. That one's one of the best ones I've seen. So what he's talking really about good. is that they did a, a mashup of, like, scenes from other movies to the trailer of Scott Pilgrim. So, like, you see a lot of Matrix scenes where they're fighting and where they're talking to each other. And they actually made the lips in sync with the, the voices from the trailer, which I thought was awesome. Yeah, it was amazing. All right, I'll have to check that out when we're done here. Well, anyway, guys, it looks like we're running out of time again. So don't forget, like we mentioned before, we'll be giving out those uh, avatar codes. So make sure you guys are following us on Twitter and make sure you listen to the podcast. Yeah, I hope you paid attention. Yeah, I hope you paid My attention. My shirt color is Trivia blue. Coming. <laughs> <laughs> That's that awesome. That could be a question. Uh, yeah, I'm totally using that as a question. <laughs> All right, guys. So we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Peace Bye, out. Guys.